The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode... That's right, an actual episode, an organically grown episode, episode 820. That's right, 820. For your Thursday, July 15th, 2021, of course, being recorded live the previous day here on Twitch. Hello, everybody who's watching on Twitch. We just passed 37,000 megabytes in the, uh, the world save file thingy on the load loading page the game loading page the load the page load <laughs> you know you know what i'm talking about video games but uh yeah we're going to continue walking to the far lands here in minecraft beta 1.7.3 which also like last week or something and here i am uh not keeping up with these sorts of things but like last week was the 10 year anniversary of beta 173 being released and therefore the last time we updated the far lands or bust game <laughs> was 10 years ago so that's interesting not interesting me enough for me to make an actual like note of it but interesting in that i felt like mentioning it because of the one or two people who already mentioned it in the discord their their efforts have not gone unrecognized, let's say. Only only slightly recognized, adjacent to any sort of importance. <laughs> ah, but we're continuing on here. And we're continuing to raise money for charity. Rise above the disorder, that is. We're at Ooh! You know what? I don't know if this number includes the very last donation we just got uh but i think we're at one thousand three hundred ninety three dollars and 21 cents that might be one thousand four hundred three dollars and 21 cents because we got a ten dollar donation in just before i started the recording hello i see you down there whoa don't push me the last time kurt cared about a minecraft update very very true that's very very true I need wood. Maybe a little bit. I mean, like, I remember when 1.8 came out. I was, like, testing it. And every single world I tested it in just became an ocean when you started generating new land. So, like, that was the primary reason that I didn't want to update. It was only tangentially that I real that we learned that oh the farlands have also been removed <laughs> and wouldn't you know it there's a new terrain update coming out for the real game for the real game for not this fake bootlegged version that we're playing um so that's interesting for you isn't it not for me but for you Because for me, this is where I live. 
This is where I live now. Speaking of living in weird places, I went camping for the first time last week. First time ever. It's a question people ask quite a bit since I do like hiking. Or I've, I liked hiking. <laughs> I've been hiking in a long time. I've been out of it. Um, and, you know, the whole Farlands or Bust thing. Uh, hidey holes and whatnot, but I'd never actually been camping. I've never slept outdoors in a tent. I take that back. Like I had like in in grade school and stuff like sleepovers like in friends backyards in tents and stuff, but that doesn't count. I mean like legitimate camping in a campground. Not backpacking. Not not wilderness camping like hiking out into the wild with everything on your back and camping. This this is a campground. This is what we're going to be doing. The <laughs> Kurt J. Mack, Wilderness Edition 2022. Um, this is uh, what we're planning on doing a lot during our two-week road trip where we're going to drive down the coast through California out to the Grand Canyon and then up to Yellowstone and then back to the Seattle area. Uh, there's quite a few of those days we are planning on camping and it's in established campgrounds where you're camping, you know, 10 feet from your car. Um, but it's still camping and we learned a lot. I learned a lot uh, being the first camping experience. I learned that my sleeping pad was terrible. Uh, I got one on sale at REI. I thought it was what it wasn't. <laughs> it was. It's like it was like a combination foam and air mattress, but it was all very, very hard and not good and very uncomfortable. And uh, when I wasn't sleeping, I was in pain and uncomfortable, and I hated it. So I returned that, and now I need to find another sleeping pad. Alternately, since we're car camping, we're thinking we could bring like a a mattress, like an air mattress, a small air mattress that we can both just share. I am a side sleeper and that was the problem with it. I feel like a lot of these sleeping bags and sleeping pads are set up for back sleepers and uh, those, you know, back sleepers are just murderers in their spare time as anybody who sleeps on their back. Um, so yeah, I mean, I sleeping pads are expensive though, too. Like, under dollars, plus, plus some dollars. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The girlfriend had one that was more of an inflatable sleeping pad. Um, it had more loft to it. She didn't really like it so much, but I like tried it out. I'm like, yes, this would have been much better because there's actually somewhere for my arm to be. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because we also brought Juno along with. This was just an overnight thing, but uh, we're not going to be bringing Juno on the two-week journey. Um, but Juno did pretty good. She's. We thought she was going to be a bean and be very annoying because she often is. Um, but I think she was just very tired of the drive and then being out 
Um, so she kind of just curled up at her feet and fell asleep, thankfully. Um, holding cot with a foam topper. I don't think the tent we have is big enough for a cot. It's just a two-person tent. Um, it's very, very compact. Like, it's the tent that the girlfriend has used for backpacking, camping. She's been before. Um, so I don't know. It's a work in progress. I mean, it's not like we're going to some strange, unknown wilderness if on the two-week trip we realize we need something. We should be able to stop by somewhere and pick it up. Although it wouldn't be the most, uh, I guess, money-savvy way to do it. But, uh, but yeah, that, that definitely was a learning experience. Um, also, cooking things is a learning experience. <laughs> like, food. Food to have. Like, we, br we just brought, like, some pasta and sauce. And the girlfriend, again... A lot of the supplies we bought and have are for, like, backpacking. So we could afford to be a little bit more luxurious in our camping. All she had was a little mini stove. And it was very mini. And, like, it just came in a kit with all the, like, pots and pans and utensils. The utensils were terrible because... They folded in half, so when you were trying to stir something, they folded in half on you. So we're def we we made a list. We made a list, and yeah, we're gonna have to figure out because we don't have any sort of active refrigeration. Beans and hot dogs done. Uh, the girlfriend is looking to see if she knows anybody who has one of those Coleman burners, like it's a full-on burner set, uh, as opposed to the little. Tiny handheld camp stove. Um, that might be a better solution um, for our needs. The girlfriend doesn't like beans. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of meats. Tubular meats. <laughs> um, rice. Things like that. Things that just require boiling water, perhaps. The coffee was an adventure, too. Uh, I did just buy, when I returned my sleeping pad, I purchased a AeroPress Go, which I've never done an AeroPress before, but that might suffice. I'll have to try it out here ahead of time and then just, like, grind a bunch of beans to bring them with. Oatmeal. We did try overnight oats. Uh, the girlfriend was very excited about that where instead of boiling the oatmeal, you just put it in the liquid and leave it for four hours or five hours or twelve hours. And uh, that was all right. That turned out all right. Speaking of camping, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. So yeah. A bunch of learning experiences. Also, I'm I'm a stickler for organization, so I ended up buying a couple of bins um, from the orange store <laughs> that fit. Uh, I'm mad. They like fit by like a there's like a two eighths of an inch, which is sometimes known as a quarter of an inch, um, in the back of my Subaru. 
uh, with the the seats up. We're gonna put the back seats down, I think, just for more storage area. But yeah, I just I feel like it'll be better if there's like a bin for like all the the camping stuff. I mean, you know what I mean, the uh, the tent and, and sleeping stuff. A bin for all of our cooking stuff. Obviously, we have a, a cooler. Um, and then, like, maybe find another bin for our, like, clothes and stuff. And then another bin for, like, cleaning and hygiene stuff. Bins! Bins all the way down! And now I can see why people get into, like, building entire shelving... pull-out shelving units in the backs of their trucks or cars or Subarus for for their camping. I don't want to be one of those people. <laughs> like I'm I I I'm I'm looking forward to the experience, but I I don't want it to be like a personality trait like some people have. And that's another thing we learned is that there is definitely a campground culture. Like, there's a lot of people there who were there who the camping is the event. The camping is the destination. Um, as opposed to the benefit I see to it is the camping just makes it easier to, like, okay, I want to go to the Grand Canyon. Well, it'll be a lot easier if I just stay in the Grand Canyon a couple nights. Um, it's, a, it's an ends to a means. Right? That's right? Was that right? Who knows? Um, get punched, microphone. They sleep on their back and murder people. You know, that culture. Um, but yeah, like, the people riding their bikes around the campground roads that, like, connect all the campsites. Um, you know, they got all their campground games, their, their, their beanbags. They got all their... Uh, hammocks strewn up betwixt trees and this isn't even like counting the people who have like full-on campers or trailer campers or teardrop campers somebody was there with a converted ambulance camper um so yeah i don't want to be that <laughs> that's not on my list of personality traits to acquire however um, if, if, if all goes to plan, perhaps it'll simply make traveling easier if I get used to camping. Um, and it's just gonna take practice. Like I said, the bins... Uh, the bins! I'm trying to decide if I want to deal with the roof rack. I don't, I just, like, I see the utility of the roof rack. But then I'm like, I also see the ease of people just stealing stuff off of your roof rack. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I don't even know what I would put up there. That couldn't be put into the back of the Subaru. Hold out trailer tent. No, and like I've, and there's, there are like the, the rooftop tents for cars. And I've heard that those are terrible. Um... So, I got like a huge power bank, a USB power bank for like charging and stuff like that. Um, perhaps more than we ever possibly need, but... Uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, my biggest concern is getting the amount of sleep. 
that I require, which is significant. <laughs> camping with Kurt. Kurt camping. And yeah, that's like another thing. The girlfriend is like, is this something you want to like vlog and share and stuff? I'm like, I don't know. I'm always back and forth about, let's vlog this. Let's bring people along for this to thank them for my, their support and whatnot. But then I'm like, do I want to bother? Like, do I want to make that a whole thing? <laughs> and then just add another layer of complexity and frustration on top of this. Monetize all of your hobbies. Because, um, yeah, you search on YouTube and there's like, this is the essential one bin camping kitchen things that you need or whatever and there are, there's this whole thing it's it's like it's like house renovation YouTube not that I know anybody who's attempted to do that it's just a whole it's a whole thing put it on TikTok well that's the other I don't think we're gonna have signal for a lot of the places we're going um like we didn't have signal at the place we were at I did I did purchase a, a new chair because the chairs we had were just like the cheap ten dollar big lots camp chairs that like the accordion chairs and they're terrible and small just record some short videos to never edit together like the svx video like that one that car that a lot of people don't even realize i owned for six months because <laughs> i never made the video ah humor So yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Well, there were, what else was there? Oh yeah, starting a campfire is hard. <laughs> like we were, I I was kind of bored. Not really bored, but I was just like trying to think of things to do. I'm like, since we're out here, we can like try to start do a campfire thing. And there are like, obviously the the enterprising residents on these country roads leading up to the campgrounds all have stacks and and little. Uh, Little sheds full of firewood. Firewood? Firewood on their driveways and are like, you know, five dollars for this bundle of firewood, you know, for campers. So we drove out, picked up one bundle, and came back. And first of all, didn't bring a lighter. So that's on the list of things to bring. We didn't have a lighter. Uh, and my car never came with a cigarette lighter because that makes sense because cigarette is gross and why is that still a thing? Um, so we did have a flint and steel and we got it kind of going but yeah we needed to learn we we didn't we didn't understand the whole the tinder and situation swipe left swipe right that that whole thing was very confusing about starting a campfire um but then we also realized we had the camp stove <laughs> so it turned into having this little tiny butane camp stove uh like a bunsen burner is basically what it is and then trying to start things with that we would get it started but then it would die immediately it was also very damp and moist but uh, and we you know having just picked up this firewood from somebody's driveway we had no idea if it was like properly dried or whatever but um yeah we had trouble keeping a fire going so that kept us busy for a few hours. <laughs> busy and annoyed. But anyway, all, I'm assuming most of the places we're going to go 
are going to have burn bans on them anyway, like a lot of places do already around here. It's just we were on the coast where it was damp uh, and moist, so obviously no burn ban out there. Indeed. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the dryer lint thing. We're gonna bring, but but yeah, again, the campfire isn't the most important thing that we have on our list of things to do. Like and like, I'm I'm okay with being dirty for a couple days. Like we're not camping the full two weeks either. Like we're camping a couple nights and then we're staying in a hotel. We're camping a couple nights. We're staying with some of the girlfriend's friends in San Francisco. Camping a few nights, Las Vegas, camping a few nights. So it's not like we're doing a straight on camp camp until you're damp. <laughs> In my experience, it takes a good three and a half weeks to fully dry out wood in in your your uh, your wood dryers in your dynasty. So yeah, that was my interesting week last week. Was doing that for a few days. And then my schedule and my streaming has been totally ruined and all askew and broken since then. Fantastic. Well, we did get some donations to the charity here, so I can I can run through some questions here. I su I suppose. Sounds like fun. Hope you have a great time. I do too. I don't know. A lot of people we've talked to and shared are like, that's a lot of things to try to do. That's a lot of distance to try to cover in two weeks. So, I don't know. I, I'm kind of looking at it like we're trying these places out and if like later on we realize that we're like in love with Yosemite and need to go back, then we'll just plan a full vacation going to Yosemite or, or Yellowstone or Bryce Canyon or wherever these places are that we're stopping. This is kind of just a a little uh, hors d'oeuvre, a little amuse bouche of uh, of the various national parks. Uh, let's go to sleep. And awakeness. Wow, my anklesness. I'm fine. Nixle, with your donation, asked. I'm catching up and just started season six of Flob. I'll probably forget about this question by the time I catch up, but did you ever watch old episodes of Things? I'm assuming. Speaking of campfires, I'm assuming they mean like television? Or do they mean like of my things? Like of my series, of YouTube things? Hmm, skeleton residue. Um, I mean, we're watching all the old episodes of Star Trek and we're working our way through Voyager now. Does that count? I just realized I never finished watching The Good Place. So I kind of like picked up on the last season where I'd forgotten I left off. Um, but that's not something the girlfriend was interested in. So I've just been like, whenever I have a chance. Watch that. But 
as far as like YouTube stuff, no. No, I haven't gone through and watched old episodes of things. I don't know. Maybe I should do that. Maybe that would re-inspire me or or something or or, or get the old nostalgic feelies fl flopping around. But no, I don't I don't think so. Like the further back the furthest back I go is like I'll watch like sometimes the girlfriend wants to see the clips from streams that I've had the past week. So I'll like go through those with her. And there are still quite a few of you who like to just clip nonsensical, stupid, non-clippable things. <laughs> and for that I hate it. Um I mean, I did have, we, we actually did watch through in uh, a long drive when I had my outer space adventure up in the uh, the heliosphere, heliopause of the world. <laughs> um, Cause I gotta show off every time we make it to the Sunship's place, almost. But thank you, Nixel, for the question and donation. Speaking of old things, Memnark. <laughs> uh, Memnark had a question. I've done a fair bit of old school game replaying and game rewatching lately, and your old Tomb Raider replay is still pretty neat. However, do you have any thoughts about playing an old school game that you've never played or watched before? Funny you should mention that, is that I've recently started playing through the Flat Out series. And by playing through, I mean trying out for a day and then uninstalling. Uh, <laughs> because the whole franchise was on sale during like the Steam, whatever the most recent Steam sale was. So it was like 10 bucks for all the old Flat Out games. We did Flat Out... Dang it! We did Flat Out 1 and 2. 1 was alright. There, I could definitely see all the parallels to Wreckfest. 2 I was a little bit disappointed in because it had... The, the speed-sensitive steering that you couldn't change or turn off or adjust or disable, which which made the game not as fun. I'm told Flat Out 3 is the worst of them, because I think like a different developer took over for Flat Out 3 and 4. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, that was something I was thinking of. I'm like, I'm still in the zone where I'm like, there are no good video games ever anymore. So, like, I should play old ones. And, like, even the girlfriend we were talking about... Oh, because I was playing uh, the, the the rocket game, the, the, like, SpaceX booster lander game, and it reminded her of an old NES game called, like, Captain Spaceman or something like that. I don't know. Um, and then I, as it was like, it's regarded as like one of the most difficult games on the NES. And then I told her about like Battletoads. She's like, you should play old like NES games, like with an emulator or something. I'm like, yeah, but even like I wanted to play through Tomb Raider 2 and Tomb Raider 3. But even the, like the PC emulator versions are horribly broken. And impossible to even then translate to being streamed or captured 
Um, so I like the I, I like that idea, but I also, from a technical aspect, hate that idea. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, if only there was like some reliable way. Oh, just use DOSBox. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like that's how that's a lot of these games. If you buy Tomb Raider one on Steam, that's how it runs through DOSBox. Um, but. Yeah, I would like to, but it's technically very difficult. I mean, look at someone like CoStar who does that and does that the right way and just all of the things that he has acquired, the hardware, the, the extra bits and bobs and software and CRT monitors and upscalers and ooh, capture cards. Too much. Too much. I don't have... I'm, I'm still trying to figure out this whole camping thing. I don't want to... I don't want to start tacking on more expensive hobbies. And I'm like also thinking about like... My astronomy. What, what's the deal with astronomy? I haven't used my telescope in forever, so I'm like, I should probably just sell my telescope. But then I'm like, well, maybe it's just because I don't have, like, a good mount for it. Maybe I should get a better mount. And I'm like, well, that's $600. <laughs> and I'm like, well, my, the Datsun needs a new starter, so... Ah! <laughs> Those first-gen 3D games did not hold up. The main problem is, is when you play, like, the original PlayStation or PlayStation 2, is that they were designed for CRT televisions. So when you try to play them on a flat screen, an LCD monitor, it doesn't look right because of the pixels. Because of the pixels! There's too many pixels! I mean, the same goes for the old, old, you know, the 8-bit, the, the NES and stuff like that as well. Indeed. Speaking of things that are out of date, Dravir! <laughs> uh, Dravir just wants us to know that they have been keeping up with the flob.at links uh, and have pointed them at generic play points so that they don't have to keep updating them for every random little charity change that I make. Uh, so thank you, Dravir, for doing that. Because I mentioned it once during the Flobathon, and then they finally got around. Got my old tube TV ready for Gran Turismo. You did get a tube, didn't you, Cone Dodger? What is, what is, what the hell is that? Some sort of tube TV? Um, this guy. Up until, like, maybe 11 years ago? No, even less than that. Maybe even 10 years ago? I had a gigantic, like, 75-pound, 32-inch television it, tube. It was a tube. It was a big tube television. And I'm pretty sure my dad still has it, because once I got a flat screen, I'm like, get rid of this monstrosity that I've had since high school. If only I had known. Um, tell us about your huge tube. Uncle Scientist had a question. That's the most recent donation here. Are there, are there any foods you'd like to learn to make but seem too daunting to tackle at your current skill level? 
I'm not into fancy foods. Spooky noises, fancy foods. Um, but like, I can't think of anything that, like, is like, ooh, daunting. Like, a lot of baking is daunting. Particularly when you add the gluten-free element. So, I mean, like, I would, like, I'm having a hell of a time finding hot dog buns and hamburger buns. So, like, we did grill rats on the grill the other day, but we just had, like, white bread. Gluten-free white blood. Blood! blood precious blood! <laughs> precious white blood. Um, instead of actual hot dog buns. So, I mean, like, I would like to learn how to do that. I tried once, and they just turned into flat discs of sadness. Um, yeah, I guess it's more the baking that I have a, 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 a gluten-free need, but also it's just very difficult to do certain things like that. Uh, let's go over to that island and make the end of the episode hidey hole. I mean, I guess, I, I mean, like I said, I don't, like, you could make your own pasta. I'm like, but I don't need to. <laughs> it's not, you could buy that at, at the store. What is this, some sort of flat disc of sadness? <laughs> uh. I mean, I did make... Cheesecake turned out pretty good. I'm... I would like to make again the... the the lemon poppy seed bunt cake that I made, because that was probably the best thing I've ever made in my life. So I, I, I gotta get back on that. And I still have I still have poppy seeds. But no, I can't really Whoa. I mean much much like other hobbies, like I don't want to get into cooking too much. Like, I'll see Andy, Chef Andy, like, posting a bunch of stuff on Twitter and, like, people replying, Look what I made, look what I made. I just don't want to get into that, because then I'll have to buy, like, a food processor and some sort of zucchini spiraler, and it's just, it's too much. <laughs> it's just, I don't have, I don't have the, uh, the capacity right now to be adding all of this miscellany when I can't even with the current miscellany that is gestures at everything. Um, but yeah. That's gonna do it for episode 820 of Farlands or Bust. Farlandsorbust.com is where you can learn more about the series. Maybe. It's probably out of date. It's definitely out of date, but you can also find where to donate to our charity. Thank you everybody who continues to do so. Also, various links to other ways to support me. Twitch, of course. Patreon. T-shirts. We got a new Not Now Sorry t-shirt. It's all the rage. At least two people have bought it. Uh, <laughs> you could be the third. And, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>
tubular meats 